All right, I'm just warning you. <laughs> this is, we have a crazy, crazy cast of characters on our show tonight. Um, there's not one person on here who is normal. <laughs> and Kara, I include you in that. I know you well enough to know. Um, we have actresses, we have Kim Stark, we have Bill London, we have Brian Miskimmons over our weatherman uh, to tell us about more of the weather that's going on. And then we have Rob from Base and Tackle. And he's not even from Base and Tackle anymore, but he's still Rob. But I understand he has a new kind of a new vision for himself. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But we're going to start off with weather because I don't know about you guys, but it is a blizzard here. Brian, tell me, you know what? Check this out. Okay, so this is from my living room. Hold on. Oh my goodness. Look at that. That you welcome to Montana, Rick. Yeah. And then <laughs> Kathy Kathy walked into our bedroom and she goes, Oh my gosh, Rick, come here, look at this. And this is like from inside our bedroom. We're looking out at the and it's just like hammered us. Yeah, that's that is uh that's pretty intense. And that's Montana though. That is Montana. We tried to have the propane guy come and fill our propane tank and our driveway is so steep. He has to, we have to get sand put down before he can come back and do it. Cause I didn't keep the ice off. Oh, so they, yeah. they looked at me. I can get out, but I wasn't thinking, you know, Oh, Hey, I'm going to have a, the UPS guy got stuck in there and he ripped up yeah. my whole driveway. So I wasn't, yeah. my wife was not very happy with him. No, it's interesting around here in Polson, Rick, we've got, uh, I was noticing that I saw a couple of UPS trucks and mail trucks today. They were chained up. And and I guess that makes sense because really, uh, as you now now know by Montana standards, they sand and de-ice and plow the highways, but not so much uh, the side roads, back roads. We were lucky today because in our neighborhood, one of our neighbors at the very end of our street, they have they they go out and plow commercial accounts for a living. And it was very obvious when I went home at lunch today that they had been down our street. So I was well, very thankful. Oregon, Oregon, I saw posted online that at Oregon, a lot of people were in even the valleys were saying they were getting a little bit of snow. Yeah, snow up in the higher elevations. The other thing, Rick, is snow out on the beach. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Pacific City, they, Kathy was showing me there were some pictures from Pacific yeah. City where there's um, snow out there. I've only seen that a couple of times. Yeah, so it's it's a wild and wacky weather pattern we're in, but let's get right to it. Rick, we're going to try something new tonight. We're going to try switching my camera around, and you can tell me if I'm way off on my – when I switch this around, I'm going to have to do it by hand, but I'm going to start with the radar loop. Can you see that, Rick? Too close? Good? Yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. Okay, perfect. So I'm going to hold the camera and see how steady I am. So as you can see over here, this is that whole broad area of low pressure, Rick, that's brought the snow here to northwest Montana today and is now affecting your area. And eventually that area of low pressure is going to track up here and then it's going to kind of drift off to the south and to the east later on tonight. Now, widening out the scope, there are some of those snow showers that are now entering the Cascades here, west of the Cascades, I should say. And even the, you see that little rotation right there. We're seeing a little bit of rotation now off the Oregon coast, southwest Washington coast, and that is helping to pull in even colder air. Now, that's one reason we saw some snow on the beach today, as you can see all those showers coming from the north. I'm gonna switch out to a different map here. This is our what we call our jet stream or our 500 millibar map. And this is the reason everybody all across the Pacific and inland Northwest is continuing to see some very cold air with the jet stream just poised, pointing right out of the Northwest, bringing cold Arctic air into the Northern Rockies and the bulk of the actually the dome of the coldest air is trapped well up here into canada 
However, we're getting clips of it every so often. We're getting clipped by that Arctic air. And of course, once you get into Oregon and Washington, you get in this type of flow and you get an area of low pressure that sets up there off the coast. That helps pull some of that cold air down through Spokane and eventually down into the Columbia River Gorge. And then it gets sucked out through the gorge. And of course, up in Washington, it gets pulled through the Fraser River Canyon up there. Meanwhile, this map here, I brought up this map in particular because it's got my attention come Sunday. This is at 1 p.m. Notice this nice area of low pressure sitting up parked off the Oregon and California coast. That's going to do two things. It's going to help to continue pull some cold air through the Columbia River Gorge, which then comes down through the Willamette Valley. Now, let's look at the potential for snow. Yeah, that's right. That's an area of low pressure helping to spin up a little bit of moisture. And here we are Sunday morning at about 5 a.m. Eugene, that's rain just to your west, but I'm going to advance this map ever so slowly. And here we go into a 7 a.m. Sunday morning now. Notice the purple starting to show up, beginning to see a little bit of a mix and even some all-out snow even in the valley for Portland, Vancouver, down towards Eugene, Oak Ridge, you name it. And then as we go through Sunday and late morning into the afternoon, continue to see some bands of snow push up the valley. And that's even right on down to sea level valley floor as we go through Sunday. Now, this isn't a lock, but it certainly caught my eye. Meanwhile, as you look over towards Montana, we're mainly dry. Once we get rid of this system tonight, we're going to mainly go dry. But I'm going to rotate this through. And you can see a little bit more moisture now pushing into the northern Rockies as we go into Monday. But, uh, Rick, bottom line here. This isn't going anywhere anytime soon. The cold air and snow, we're going to continue to be under the influence of that northern jet stream, which, of course, always means more cold air and snow here for those of us in the Rockies. The good news, if you're looking to dig out, tomorrow will be a good day to do that because we're going to start to dry out tomorrow. Okay. Well, you know what I think is fascinating? One, one thank you, Brian. I love having yeah. you here because you can show us. But what I love seeing now that I'm in Montana and when you're doing this is how Oregon's weather is it's impacted by Montana and Iowa. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? We're all kind of, I think we always think, oh, this is Oregon. This was happening. I must be doing something over there. It's all interconnected. And I like, I, I really do like that. I think that's really interesting. Oh, it's, it's, I think if I had moved to like Wisconsin, I wouldn't be able to do this, but <laughs> being that we're only 600 miles away from Portland, it's easy to connect the dots, you know, especially this time of the year, we'll get that, you know, Arctic front and then it gets sucked down through the Columbia river gorge and all of a sudden, and the, the, reverse is true. When we see those warmer systems come up from the Southwest, a lot of times those override and interact with the Arctic air spilling out of the North up here. And in fact, this morning, what was interesting in Polson that happened, Rick, is we were pulling a little bit of a southerly breeze. When I went to bed last night, it was 25. When I got up to leave for work this morning, it was 32. And we had anywhere from three to six inches of very heavy, wet snow, or as we used to call it in uh, Oregon and Washington, cascade concrete. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Hey, yes. Brian, thank you so much. We'll see you hey, next thanks, week. Thanks for having a good weekend. All right. Well, there you go. So, God, don't you? I love having a weather guy. <laughs> oh, we're expanding and bringing new things in. And speaking of new things, Rob. Hey, Rob. Oh, my. Hey, Rick, how you doing, buddy? Look at you. Wow, dude, you are one handsome man. I told you a long time ago, and you probably don't remember, but I said, I am going to ride in your coattails. I am now referred to as Rob Dancer. I'm your illeg illegitimate love child from the 70s, and I'm going to ride your coattails. And it's already worked out pretty good. I think I got 10% off of uh, an Arby's order the other day. <laughs> so Baby you're an illegitimate love son. Wow. 
I somehow, and I don't mean this to be mean, but I thought you'd be more handsome. <laughs> it's it's the lighting. It's the lighting. It's, uh... Uh, you know, I have a barber in Eugene that could probably do something with that wit hair. That 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 hair. Is it glued it's, on, or do you just like in the morning you just can just kind of stick it's it on? Just, it's, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. It was, I think it was a possum originally. I found it on the side of the road. Once it dried up and the smell went away, it's not all that bad. Now, one thing you could work on, Rob, is um, it, it looks like your hair has a little bit of erectile dysfunction. I mean, as you could look at mine, you can see that it's stand. I mean, it's up. You use the I right product. Use, I, and, I don't and, know what kind of product to use. <laughs> well, so you know what? There's a little company called Roman, and they can send that to you. <laughs> So, Rob, I got to tell you, um, one of the cool things that happened this week, uh, a friend of mine that we met here in the timber company, they furnished a Christmas tree for the state capitol here in Montana. And mm -hmm. so Kathy and I went and watched them. They turned on the lights and the governor was there, and lieutenant governor. And it was it was really interesting because we stood there with we had tears in our eyes because yeah. we're standing there. And first of all, here's a tree, you know, in this building and all these little middle schoolers are singing a you know, Christmas tree. And then the Lieutenant governor gets up and she read a um, Isaiah, the Bible verse about Christ um, being the government and that kind of thing, which was really interesting because, and then I'm yeah. sitting here like pinching myself going, wait, you, you can't, I don't think they could do this in Oregon. I mean, I've never heard, I, you know, I've been to, I remember an yeah. official, um, I, I wanted to call this out, but there, I'm not going to mention who it was, but there was an official, who went to an event who wouldn't go to the prayer breakfast in the community, but did go to an event um, and, a, and a kind of a christening at the federal building. And the federal building christening was an, a Native American uh, peace pipe smoking ceremony. And all it was very ceremonious and everything. And I, I was there, too. And I thought it was really cool. But I thought, wait, now you won't go to the prayer breakfast, but you'll go to the other religious yep. ceremony. And I said, how hypocritical that is. How hypocritical. And, and so here in Montana, you got, you know, it's Christmas. It means Christ's birth. So, okay. And if you don't believe that, you don't have to celebrate it, but still that's what it is. So they have this tree, which really has nothing to do with Christ because actually a tree is like a phallic symbol. It's, it's pretty <laughs> pagan actually to get right down to it. And, and, then, and then at the end, they had everybody sing joy to the world. So you're in a state building and you're singing joy to the world. Yeah. And Kathy had tears in her eyes and I'm going, this is so weird. I mean, when, this is like before I moved here, you know, you start getting in the South, you, you live in the South, you come from the South. It, and now I'm hearing, you know, in Montana as well, in America, let's just say in America, because where I'm sitting here right now, it doesn't feel like it's America anymore. There's a huge disconnect. Every event that I've ever been a part of, it was the national anthem. It was potentially the state anthem. And it was a Lord's Prayer. We always had these things. And I've yet, with the exception of an event, I, I, I emceed an event. Uh, it was a, a hunting event. It had to do with the Wild or Turkey Wildlife Federation. Uh -huh. And, you know, we did the Lord's Prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance. And that was the first time in 10 years and six months that I've been in the state of Oregon that we've done anything publicly that invoked God's name or patriotism or anything good about this amazing nation that we live in. And I, I feel... You know, Oregon's like this weird deployment, like you live somewhere that's not America and you have dreams one day of getting back to America and seeing your friends and family again. And I hate that because this is one of the most amazing, beautiful places on God's earth. It really is. This place has everything going for it. 
except the monarchy that runs it. I, I, I did a horrible little post earlier today on one of my social media pages where I took uh, Tuna Kotex, uh, Fra Brown, and then the, the AG of, of the state, whatever her name is. And I, I, I juxtaposed those pictures together and they're like cookie carbon cutter, radical feminist communists. Like they, they, they look, it, it, it's like, I feel um, like you're holding back just a little bit, Rob. I am actually, <laughs> I am holding back and it's so sad. There's no actual diversity here in terms of the leadership of this, of this great state. And it's that sad to me. And, and frightening to me, especially with a lot of these measures coming through. Measure 114, um, you know, this this little thing, this little little pea shooter, this, this is going to be illegal very soon. Oh, just lost it. Don't know where it went. Oh, no. Um, pretty crazy stuff. Is that registered? Are you registered? Is everything registered with you? Of course, except the ones I lost, which is all yeah. of them. Um, you know, there's like 30,000 people in the queue right now for background checks to uh, to purchase firearms in the state of Oregon. And that's that's a fundamental right. Bad guys don't line up. To legally purchase firearms, like, and this is the, the that humor. Is like, that like that. It's like you're not stopping people. Because so, yeah, here's a kind of a controversial thing, but let me just bring this up. So, I was thinking about this. You know, you've heard about this horrible thing in Moscow, um, Idaho, with these four college students being stabbed to death. Yeah, um, yeah. Story over here, and it's just horrible. But now, now here's not. Let me and and please, people, don't take this like I'm making fun of this. I'm not at all. But where's the cry out to stop knives? Where, why, why aren't we? Because those yep. knives killed those people. It wasn't yep, a person. Absolutely. It was those knives. So those knives killed that person. We should stop all use of knives in the country because now. And then there was that guy who drove through a window and killed a yep. person and injured 15. So now we shouldn't be using cars because cars were used to kill people. So we have to get rid I mean, that's the, the, the logic or lack thereof is what drives wow. me crazy. Because. Yeah. Guns don't kill people. Human beings take guns and kill people, and they can use evil, anything they want. Evil will always find a way. Evil will always find a means as long as we allow evil to flourish and to prosper, and that's what we're doing right now. We're not taking a hard stand on anything. I mean, you, you drive around the streets of, of the state, and I, I spell Oregon with an E now because it's gone. It's not what it used to be, and I don't know if it's ever coming back. And you look at the, the, the permissiveness of the crime, of the lawlessness. There, there's no enforcement. There's no teeth to enforcement. And yet we're going to go after law-abiding citizens and take their firearms away right. or or severely restrict them. And, and what's frustrating about that is because you're not, you are completely not addressing the issue. I no. mean, you are, the, the issue is the, what's what are we, what's happening with people? <clears throat> what What is going on with mental mentally for, for folks. That's what we got to start looking at. What's causing people to get, and I could pick one thing in my world that I think is probably causing that lockdown, but I'd never say it publicly lockdown. When you take people and you sequester them yep. for two years, lockdown, what, then they go freaking nuts. And so yes. you've got all these people frustrated and scared and their economy and everything. I mean, okay, I want to move on to one more thing really quick because yes. this is my other topic I wanted to ask you. What about this bullshit with Elon Musk? I mean, like everybody is coming at it. Like, first of all, you know, Angelina Jolene or whatever, whoever the hell you are, and you're not going to stay on Twitter anymore. I don't care. Yeah, nobody so cares. Why is like it a big thing? Like I'm leaving Twitter. I think, I think former Twitter people, I think, is are they called twats? Is that the proper? I can't remember. It's so you, you're, you're. No, you can't. You can't do that with that colored hair. 
I, I can't. Okay. No. Well, yeah. This so the M Melissa, Alyssa, Mulatto, Mulatto, whatever her name oh. is, that, that has been actress that, that does stuff every now and then. You know, she's like, I'm gonna get rid of my Tesla because it's horrible, and it's like neo Nazis, and it's like I'm gonna get a VW. I'm gonna get an electric VW, honey. The the VW Beetle, that's like a Nazi thing. If you want to talk about white supremacy, like, well, if you're going to buy a VW versus the electric package, you should have a swastika put on your forehead. You're a Nazi crazy woman. And well, so she's like, but now she's going to get back. And she's like, well, I'm not going to leave Twitter. Just, well, nobody the, cares. Here's the thing. I'm listening to that um, some guys talking this morning. And, and people, nobody said anything when all these rulers around the world who are ruthless killers had Twitter accounts. Nobody said a word. Nobody said anything. Yeah. And the Ayatollah Khomeini has like five. And, yeah, like, and nobody yeah. says a word. And now all of a sudden, Elon takes off on this thing, and it's like the dredges of hell. Yeah, Edie Amin was 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 posting recipes. I know. <laughs> For I those mean, of you that don't know, he was a cannibal, and he was very proud of it. Oh my god. Okay, one, one one more quick thing. We're talking about weather. We're talking about snow on the coast. Something cool that I did, maybe bad a little bit, a handful of years ago, about six years ago, we had a major dump of snow on this region of the coast. And it was probably about six inches of snow on the beach. We never seen anything like it. And we shut down the shop for the day. We loaded up the four-wheeler, the side-by-side, -side, and a few of us hit the beach. And we went up and down the beach surf perch fishing. And it was like the best surf perch fishing we've ever had in our lives. It was incredible. But I put a spin on it. I started just lying live on air, telling folks, the rare, endangered, but not yet federally protected snow perch are in. We haven't seen a run like this. So I'm talking about the snow perch while I'm putting it in writing. Everywhere I'm going, I'm talking about, well, people started picking up on it. We had people calling from Montana, from Idaho, from California, from Washington. They wanted to come down and fish these snow perch that they've never heard of before because it was such an amazing run. That's the effect social media can have. You, you know, Rob, you honestly, you need to be more serious. I think you need to I take. Do. I think you need to take things more serious instead of. And and just so you know, I mean, I'm completely offended by your hair um, because one, if you're going to mimic my hair. I want it to look good. And that looks like genetics. And so genetics, pops. Me. genetics. And so I am going to, um, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to have to just get rid of you for a while until I can come to terms with this. That's, yeah, censorship. That's the American way. Censor everything you don't like. Oh, they, the, the, last, the last three shows I've done that, that have had anything to do with um, anything controversial, like we did something with Timber, they won't boost it. They I pay yep. them. And Facebook will not yes. boost it for yes. me because, and that's been three of them. And, yeah. and they're starting to do that. And it's like, my, my prayer to God, I seriously, I woke up this morning and I prayed. I went, God, whatever you're doing with Twitter, take Zuckerberg and make him have to either sell or start yeah. being fair to everybody. Because it's not yeah. their damn job to decide what is news and what is not news. That's what people, we, if, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's our Human job. That's what America's about. Yeah. But a giant corporations start becoming governmental by their nature. And then right. they, they fuse with the government and they become one of the same. One more quick thing. Something I was looking into, and you don't have to answer this right now, but we have to do a hard-hitting interview. Why did you choose to move to a place that was only 90 minutes away from Ted Kaczynski's shack? Just You just think about that for a minute. <laughs> I hate is, you. Is, is, did you. Was that on purpose? Is there something we need to know? Is Do we have to dig deeper? Is there some dirt on you? Are you somehow connected? I'm, I'm not, I, I am not going to speak because you know, <laughs> until, until my legal counsel's present. You know what? Because of that, Rob, I'm getting off Twitter. <laughs> I, 
but then, but then come back. No, it's funny because I was just looking at, at the, that's why I asked you earlier where, like, where, where you situated now. And you wouldn't tell me, so I had to go around the long way and figure it out. But just looking at all the cool stuff in Montana, it was like, oh my gosh, I forgot that's where Kaczynski was hanging. It's not where he's from originally, but it's where he hung out and did his thing. And it just, it's a horrible piece of American history, but it is such a piece of American history. And they lifted that whole crazy feces and semen infected shack and moved it over. Well, to you know, the courthouse, so people I, can see I, it. I have to be kind of careful with this, but I there's a a case. Kim knows what it, I'm talking about, but there's a case that we covered of a young child who was killed, and the person the person who is alleged to have done that was a relative. And I got an email the other day, and somebody said they live near me. <laughs> And I covered this story. I don't know. And and since people in my town watch this, this could be kind of weird. But yeah, like apparently this person lives nearby. <laughs> no, it was it was never proven or anything but like that. Carry a friend. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of a small world when you start going, oh, that's interesting. Yep. Hey, Rob. Thanks for getting me in trouble and being here. And <laughs> Sorry, I could. You know, I haven't been on here for so long. I thought I had to stir the pot a little bit. Well, and and about the hair, yeah, no, no, you do this, you like that, and then you, I, I, then you just let it fall. No, that doesn't work too good. <laughs> you are so weird. All right, go. Oh, that's now that's that looks more like my. You kind of look like a Boy George Rick Dancer carbon mix or something, Rob. You know, and I want you to take this in the right way. Get a life. See you, <laughs> See you later. Oh my gosh. That man, Kim. <laughs> Look at Kim. She's got her head down. And now I Kara's mean, between going, his German accent to be associated and with this show. So he needs to like be, he needs to take it on the road. Oh, he is. Oh, just, he yeah. is so, I mean, people come on and they go, oh, I love this guy. I love when this guy comes on here. Oh. <laughs> so Kim, it's nice to see you. I know we've been gone for a couple of weeks because we had some stuff going on here. And then we got holidays coming up. So we won't be working the week after Christmas. I'll let you know here on that on here. So okay. every other week you do need to find someone, but that week we won't. Okay. I don't well, know what I'll do. I'll find something to do. So who did you find for tonight and tell us? I what know, we're I, talking about. Speaking of finding, I found, I found the lovely Kara because you know what? Uh, she's an instructor at the gym too. And I'm like, you know what? I need to talk about this, Rick. I was just telling you and Kara, you're going to commiserate with me. We're not in Montana. The sun is gone. It's that dreary fog set in gross, cold, wet, grossness okay that's all i can say how well, this is me we don't have you <laughs> you know what i'd rather have that because your son is going to be out tomorrow i know it's going to be nice it out. will be that's the good thing that's all right thing. kara welcome to the show kim and kara take it away thank you <laughs> so kara here it is we've got work it's dark before five now and we have this drop in serotonin levels without the the sunshine and so i'm just like kara tell us what do we do how do we stay sane how do we say happy in this. And, you know, I came to you because you have a lot of tricks and tips. You're an instructor, you're into, I know you, you, you know, health, health and fitness. So tell us what are some of your tricks that you use when we're in this, oh, this gross weather. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you could put on a wig and then you could put lose three pounds by taking off the wig. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Uh, you know, it, the thing is, it's like you just have to keep the same routine all year. I mean, you're the boss of you, so you don't want somebody like, you know, hovering over you saying, get your workout in, drink all right. your water. But you, you kind of just really have to do that. And, and yep. Rick and I were talking about this earlier. You know, we're obviously in flu season. So keep your fluids up. 
don't slack on your sleep, you know, do the whole hand sanitizer thing and teach your kids to do that too, because obviously they're in school. Um, unfortunately, that's probably where they're bringing it home. So, and you know, it's a, you know, you can do whatever you want, but if you are going out into big public places, uh, you might just want to wear a mask because that's where the germs are coming from. It's always a person. They're choice. floating around out there. They're mm -hmm. floating around. Well, and I think we forget to drink so many fluids when it's cold out. Yes, exactly. So it's a whole thing of take your water bottle with you. So you remember to drink it. You know, sometimes it's simple things like that. Just have it in the car or even have, you know, if you have to have bottled water just so you have it, um, it's better than being dehydrated. Because a lot of times we think we're hungry and we're actually just dehydrated. We just mm -hmm. really need to just drink water, preferably just regular water. And if you're not a water person, you can do things like add fruit to it, blueberries, strawberries, lemon, just to give it some flavor. But yeah. You know, it's dark, obviously it's dark in the morning and then it's dreary. So you just kind of have to find a routine that you can do at home. If you don't want to go to the gym, you know, after work or in the morning, because it is dark and cold or maybe right. the roads are slick. So, I mean, if you're, you know, finances are an issue, you can just go to YouTube and do like type in 10 minute, you know, upper body workout or 10 minute mm -hmm. core or 10 minute dance, or just, you know, the simplest thing is to just find your favorite playlist and just bust some dance moves out in the kitchen and like, don't make it complicated and get your kids to do it with you. Yeah, exactly. I know. And that's a nice thing too, is about, cause I know you do Zumba and all these fun classes. Do you find that the numbers go up in these months where people are able to go, especially in the morning and be around other people, get your kind of, you know, bring your mood up a little bit, especially when it's so dark, you can't really do much outside and the running outside is hard, but people say even just getting out there to walk just to get that little bit of vitamin D. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They say to do that even when it's cloudy. So mm -hmm. like today, you know, like that one time that it was actually lighter between like 12 and two, just get out. I mean, I know it's cold, but just, you know, even if you're just going out on your porch and just getting the natural sunlight, cause you can't get that natural sunlight through the windows. So I know mm -hmm. sometimes you have to remind yourself to do that or, you know, and you know, it's yeah. just simple things that you probably have heard and read before is when you go to the store, which this is not a problem right now, since we're in the holidays is right. just park further away. But if you get into that habit of doing that, and you just get in extra steps. And I always tell people, I always think it's funny when people wear like flip-flops, you know, around, <laughs> yeah, which, which aren't the safest shoe, but like people, you yeah. know, like, if you're going to be out shopping, like wear comfortable shoes so that you can, yeah. you know, walk and be safe, uh, you know, even in the summer, like, yeah. don't wear, you know, flimsy sandals, be ready to, you know, walk and move your body. And, and then, you know, there's always a risk of, you know, stepping off a curb and spraining your ankles. So get, right. I was like, get your feet in those shoes. <laughs> Be <Yeah>. safe. <laughs> I think this is a good time of year to go and do a, uh, a lunch walk too. A lot of us who are at work during the day, people who don't have time to get out of the office necessarily to get that daylight, use your lunch break, get out there and then, you know, eat while you're working. That's why I see a lot of people out. I do notice that more this time of year too. Um, and then like mall walkers in the morning, you know, if, you, if your schedule allows, that's always good too. They have all the Christmas stuff up at the mall. So just finding a way to squeeze it. And I think that's the hardest part. And then I think more than ever too, what do you think for food wise? Cause I know um, we do a lot of the smoothies and shakes uh, that you and I do um, vitamins, anything that you recommend that's more necessary this time of year versus others? I, well, I mean, you can always, you know, look at supplements, you know, they're always those things to add to your, your immune system. I mean, I, I personally do acupuncture because it helps with my immune system. So, no. so that's something that you're looking at. Uh, doing. And then um, I think what's really important, really, the main thing is, is getting your sleep. So right now, people are going to be up late and going to parties and that sort of thing. But this is one thing you definitely don't want to 
um, slack on, but um, food wise, it's always the thing, like, what are they going to, what's the doctor going to tell me? It's really yeah. eating more vegetables. And if that's the thing, like if you're going to parties, um, I wanted to mention this a little bit for food is never go to a party when you're hungry. And a lot of times people yeah. will save their calories, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm going to this party yes. and I want to have this and that and the other, you can have it because but, you don't yeah. want to deprive yourself, but make sure you're not going um, famished because what you're going to do is you're mm -hmm. going to eat the bulk of your calories at night. So if you're eating at seven or eight o'clock at night, and this could just mm -hmm. be in general, I don't know if, if some people do this already, but your, your whole body and your whole um, system is already set to slow down. Um, so you're adding these calories. So if you wake up and you're like two pounds heavier, if you weigh yourself, you cannot be surprised. So in just in general, <laughs> in yeah. real, you know, outside of the holidays, eat your bigger meals during the day. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, have a lighter dinner and that right there can actually mm -hmm. shift your weight a lot. But with the parties, you know, have your favorite food. You know, if you're looking at the buffet plate or the, or the, the potluck and you're like, mm, I don't, you know, maybe you'll have some of this, like get exactly right. what you want to eat that you might not have during okay. the rest of the year. Okay. But um, make sure that you're, if you are drinking alcohol, that you're following it with at least a glass of water for every drink that you have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other thing is people are like, well, what do I take to a party? And that's kind of the thing. Don't take more treats, take a veggie tray and big deal if you end up taking it home because you can always right. have more veggies. But uh, yeah. just drinking the water first will help also help you feel full. But yeah. um, no, just making sure that you're getting real food and not just filling up on sweets. Obviously, I mean, there's just they're just everywhere. And maybe for friends and family, I was thinking about this, too, is ask people what they want and just don't gift um, sugar or treats because some people, right. you know, when it's in the house, you're going to want to eat it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. People sometimes don't appreciate that gesture just to have mm -hmm. it in the house. You know, it's funny too. I, I remember when you're saying that eat before you go to the party, I remember going to a party once and I hadn't eaten. I was like, well, I'll just eat there. I think I ended up eating a tray this big of cheese. I mean, it was just, I, I was so hungry, but you don't think about that. It's like, well, I'll eat there. And then you're right. You make some bad choices or you don't mm -hmm. have a lot of options. So that's a good, yeah, that's a good trick to keep in mind. Well, thank you, Kara. I appreciate yes. these. And I know some of them, some of them we, we hear and we don't think of, but I feel like the more we hear it and the more we remind ourselves, <laughs> it's very important. Exactly. But yes. Thank you for and, having me. And so really, really quick, cause I want to give you a little plug. I think this is because if you guys live in Eugene Springfield or in Oregon um, oh, yeah. in the production of the sound of music. So mm -hmm. tell people when they can see that. Oh, thank you. Yes. So tonight is our final dress rehearsal. We open tomorrow at the Shed Institute of the Arts in Eugene. So we have eight performances this weekend, the following weekend, and then our last show is the weekend of December 18th is our last show. So um, some of my friends that are on here are already going, like Gloria, I saw her. And uh, so uh, I do have some discount vouchers for people if you want to message me and we can get you hooked up. So I'm playing, obviously, be, be ready for it. I'm playing a nun. I know. Uh -huh. We're all yeah. wearing black and white. <laughs> and, and, and she's playing the nun that doesn't like oh, Maria. Oh, Maria. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a character so, so, arc there. Kara, how do you solve a problem like Maria? <laughs> yes. This is why Rick is not in the play. I love the shed. I love their the atmosphere there. Uh, I'm going to bring the kids because they and actually the stage like and everything. It's, it's like, yes, it's, it's almost like and you're in a church. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there's only 40 people in the cast. So, <laughs> wow. Are you doing the full version? Like, cause that's oh, a yeah. long movie. Everything. Yep. It should be about yeah. two and a half hours. It starts with the hills are alive running that's through funny. Skinner Butte and it, yes. yeah. 
you know, <laughs> climbing, climb every mountain. I love that he knows. Oh, I know. Aren't I not in the ocean? We actually, we had a request for a sing-along, but you know what? There's always someone in the audience who's going to be singing, so. Oh, they will. Um, you know oh, that. Yeah. I would be. Right, right. Yeah. Rick will be singing. Yeah, you better Kara, hope he doesn't come to Oregon. Well, well thanks, Kara. We'll, we're excited to see, we're excited to see you. We'll come to the yeah. show. And Rick oh, thanks so much. Good we'll to see you. I think that's exciting too. Look at Kim. You kind of did a two banger there, right there. I know you that was fun. And, and I got to see Rob tonight except, with his hair. I'm going to tell you, I love Kara and everything, but that's kind of a buzzkill when you can't. You know, it's like I am. I I want to just go gorge. Yeah, she's oh, going to make you feel that's bad. True. She's, I mean, she's really is. That's true. It's like you go into those things and you start and, and because it's, oh, the new charcuterie boards or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Are. Those are so dangerous. I know. And, I, well, yeah. And then they're little and they just have little bits of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then all pretty mm -hmm. soon you had, you know, mm -hmm. extra fat goat cheese and, you know. Oh, my gosh. It's so and good. And why did they put craisins on those things? I, I know, know. I know. Some of them are. It's always left. Craisins. Nobody eats. And they, don't, they don't want yet. the craisins. It's kind of like when you it's get. like the fruit cake. You get lucky charms. I just want the marshmallows. I don't give a shit mm -hmm. about the grains. Yep. The kids pick out the marshmallows. You, you know, know what, though? She did say pick your favorite. So whatever. Just pick one or two things. Yeah, you know. look. Somebody loves you. Oh, she. Oh, Casey. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> We, I know. I have my two different worlds colliding, right? Casey, we love Kim, too, so that's why we have her. Kim, thank you so much, and um, we will see you next week. I'll send you a message. Okay, sounds that's good. Awesome. We'll see you then. All right, see you later. Okay, now on to your news. Bill London. Um, in fact, you know what I'm going to do really quick? This. The midterm elections did not turn out the way many of us had hoped. So what can we do about it? Support local businesses that prioritize freedom of speech, tougher crime laws, and values that support a healthy community, not the same old song and dance that's gotten us nowhere. Even though my wife and I moved to Montana, we still come back to Eugene to see Dr. Michael Bratlin at Chris Dental. He says what he believes and puts his money where his values are by supporting those brave enough to push for change. And best of all, he and his team are just awesome. So if you've been thinking about changing dentists or you just don't have one, you need to go to Chris Dental. Call them today and they'll do their best to see you today. And here's the other thing is if you've used your deductible, now's the time if you know you need a crown, you're having some tooth pain, you might have a filling that needs to be replaced. This is the time to do that. And they now have dentures there too. So they're doing denturous work. They're doing your crowns. They're doing a regular dental work. So it's a really good time to call in and get that done. Our other sponsor is Compton Family Vineyards. And they are doing so many cool things for the holidays. Um, and eh, where's my sheet? Oh my gosh. You know what? I will go find that while Bill's doing his news. Because they're, they're having all kinds of stuff for um, people to get ready for the holidays with their wine. And also our other sponsors, Albert Taylor, uh, making a difference for people people with different abilities in their lives. And they are an awesome organization. In fact, here's a couple of their clients. And joining us is John and Peggy Devereaux. Um, yeah. they, are, they are part of the Albert Taylor gang. Yes. <laughs> How long have you guys been with Albert Taylor, Peggy? Oh, I, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember either. Since the early 80s? In the 80s, we couldn't do anything without Josh. Well, you could do a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah but Josh takes us uh, to Wendy's. Thrift shopping. Grocery shopping. You know? I mean, and honestly, uh, they they see the best in people, you know? And, um, and people tend to see the best in them. You know, they're honestly some of the most accepting and friendly people that I know. 
So if you're looking for a career change or a job or something um, that, that is meaningful, um, they're always looking for good employees and people that will uh, take time and, and are willing to change people's lives. Now, Compton, I found their sheet. So you can rent their facility in Philomath, downtown Philomath, for holiday events. You can get a hold of them for that. They're promoting also they have gift packs of wine that are on sale for everyone who wants to sale. And that's a great gift for Christmas. And you don't have to go looking around. You're getting something really quality for them. You can shop online on their online store. It's Camp Compton Family Wines. And you can go right on and find them. I think about a corporate gift, too. You can spend. They deliver wines directly to a local area. And you can spend any amount that you want to spend. And if you go to the winery and you just say you saw it on Rick Dancer, um, they'll give you a free flight. So you can try the different wines. And then you get $15 off the first two or more bottles of wine that you buy. That's Compton Family Vineyards in Philomath. All right, here's Mr. Bill London back with more news. Hey, I'm back. Remember me, Bill London. I co-host the Wake Up Call 6 a.m. to 9 on KPNW, but don't hold it against me. And by the way, this news brought to you by Dr. Michael Bratland and Chris Dental, where their motto is, we'll stick our hands in your mouth, which few other people would do, but they do it for a purpose. Some people would stick their hands in your mouth without any purpose. These, these people have a purpose. They're motivated. Mainly it's your dental health. And they do a great job. All right, here's a look at some of the stories we're following. It's going to be a big day on Friday for opponents of ballot measure 14. Three plaintiffs are looking to stop that measure from going into effect, at least for now. An emergency motion was filed in federal court to stop that new law. It's set, 114 is, to go into effect on December 8th before the election is even certified. Now, the state of Oregon is also filing a response to this emergency motion for preliminary injunction. Oregon voters, of course, narrowly passed ballot measure 114 during the midterms, requiring people to go through a long and convoluted and likely expensive process just to be able to get a permit to buy a gun. Along with that, of course, would be a full set of fingerprints, your photograph and personal information taken, which would then be put into a public database. Now, you would also have to do a training course. You would have to go through a redundant background check. And the measure would also ban magazines that hold more than 10 rounds. So the question a lot of people are asking is, what's going to happen in the courts? Well, that's really up to the courts to decide. And a lot of people are asking, how long until we know? Well, if it does end up going through the court system, it could take years. That, according to Norman Williams, he's a constitutional law professor at Willamette University. And he says whether or not this emergency motion uh, goes in favor of 114 or not is really up in the air at this point. He does, however, believe that for instance, if the permit to purchase requirements do go into effect, they will be challenged. And he believes it's a good chance that likely they will be upheld by the federal courts. But the ban on high capacity magazines, he says, will ultimately be stricken. Now, while the court could wait to or could decide to halt the implementation of the measure within the next couple of weeks, the actual decision on whether 114 in whole or in part is constitutional or unconstitutional is going to take a lot longer. He says if it does make its way all the way to the Supreme Court, 
we could be looking at four to five years. So Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler announced a 90-day reset in the Central Eastside Industrial District on Tuesday. That was in response to iconic ice cream maker Salt and Straw's announcement that they would simply leave Portland if safety conditions don't improve outside of its Southeast Portland headquarters in that district and improve quickly. The ice cream company's concerns unleashed a wave of grievances from other business owners in the area, many of who filled the East Side Exchange Ballroom Tuesday night in a meeting with the mayor to demand solutions to homeless encampments and crime. The Central East Side Industrial Council convened the meeting, which was billed as a listening session, but they gave Wheeler an earful. Wheeler, for his part, said, I'm not here to snub you tonight. I'm here to acknowledge the severity of the challenges we're facing. The reset would be similar to a project that was implemented in Old Town back in May, and it would sweep homeless camps and possibly increase crime or police presence in the area. At the meeting, Wheeler said he supported the reevaluation of current rules as well for involuntarily committing people with severe mental illness. And State Representative Rob Noss, also a Democrat from Portland, said the state may consider lowering those requirements. Of course, what they didn't say is right now that a judge has ordered the Oregon State Hospital to start releasing people that they're holding because there's not enough room. So the question is, where are they going to put these people that are involuntarily committed. That's beside the point, but still, Salt and Straw isn't the only high-profile Portland business that's honked off about Portland's business climate. Darren Marshall, CEO of Smith Teamaker, said his industrial district business has dealt for months with human feces in the streets, their doorway, occasional break-ins, assaults, and cars being broken into. He asked a question of Wheeler. And it was very specific. Why businesses should decide to stay in Portland? How did Wheeler answer? He didn't. He just said, be patient. Well, drought, insects, and fungal disease are killing Oregon fir trees in such high numbers this year. The U.S. Forest Service are referring to it as Firmageddon. Forest Service workers say they've seen an unprecedented number of dead firs, twice as many as in uh, in 2022 as in recent years. And they've discovered dead firs on more than 1.1 million acres in Oregon. Now, primarily, this is in the Fremont National Forest, the Winema, the Ochico, and the Malheur National Forest. They say that the extreme heat last year, followed by drought, weakened the forest and that insects and diseases had moved in, completely decimating the firs. Speaking of Portland, which I did a second ago, Portland has surpassed last year's record 92 homicides. They did that on November 23rd when the city recorded its ignominious 93rd homicide of the year. That victim, 45-year-old Raha McAllister, who was shot and killed. The grim milestone comes two years after Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler announced plans to resurrect the disbanded gun violence reduction team's capabilities. That unit was broken up in 2020 in response to racial justice protesters' demands. So, that monkeypox. Well, we can't call it monkeypox anymore because the World Health Organization wants it called mpox. 
the M, of course, standing for monkey. They just don't want us to say monkey because they think that calling it monkeypox, considering they originally discovered in monkeys, they, they say that somehow that's going to discourage people from getting checked for mpox. How do they feel about chickenpox? Are we going to call that seapox from now on? Anyway, we've seen an increase in cases again over the last two weeks, as a matter of fact, which is a reminder that the virus is still around. It's not gone away. And now the OHA is saying, well, you need to be vigilant to protect yourselves against getting the monkey pox. Healthcare providers are urging other healthcare providers as well to keep on the lookout for monkeypox in what they're seeing as symptoms that could be consistent with monkeypox on patients that walk through their doors, regardless of the reported risk. Tim Menzies, an MD, and he's a senior health advisor for the OHA's monkeypox response, MPOX, and he says the state's number of cases peaked in early August and has dropped from about 15 cases a week to now about two to three cases a week in the last month until the last couple of weeks. And the cases are going up again. Right now, Oregon has 259 monkeypox cases, including two pediatric cases. Infection rates are the highest among people living in Multnomah County between the ages of 30 to 39 and identify as gay or bisexual men. So you will have a chance to tell the Oregon Department of Transportation what you think about the new polls that are likely coming to the interstates for the time being around Portland. And that is open now. If you go to ODOT's website, you can find a link where you can comment. So how much or where those toll sites are going to be isn't known, which is actually adding fuel for critics. One group, though, wants voters to approve new tolls because they say it's a form of a new tax and that that's good. And that group, ODOT, they say the money will improve congestion on I-5 out of Portland, partly by funding funding projects and partly and mostly by just simply keeping people off highways. So in other words, it's not a user fee, it's a user fine. ODOT says Portland is 11th in the nation for congestion and only more people are coming into that fine city. Congestion pricing is what they call it. And ODOT says, well, that'll improve travel because it'll mean fewer people on the road during rush hour when normal people are going to work, which begs the question, well, how are they going to get to work? It also means more revenue to fund projects, which they say will further improve traffic flow in the region. The tolls are likely coming to areas on I-5 and I-205 around the Portland metro region. The first expected to be in Clackamas County to pay for two repla uh, replacing two bridges. Clackamas County Commissioner Paul Sava says, there are no transit options to get around the bridges, and that is going to trap people into paying the toll. For that toll and others, he believes it's likely people will divert from the interstate and use as much as they can local roads, causing more congestion on those smaller roads. 
And while the rates won't be decided until next year, opponents say any amount will affect lower income families more and they want the whole scheme put to a vote. They say by doing that, ODOT then is actually going to have to be transparent. They're going to have to be very straightforward. They're going to have to be very collaborative in how they go forward with tolling. And they're actually going to have to say how much they plan to charge. WWRD, what would Rick do? I don't know. Maybe Rick will get real and tell us. That's a look at the news. I'm Bill London. Hit it, Rick. I would make the OD, the Oregon Department of Tyranny, uh, answer my questions and tell me what they're doing. Um, the fact that they won't even say, why don't they do, have, have they looked into studying it? Maybe they have, I'm, maybe I'm off base, but have they looked into what's going to happen to all the side roads when they start putting tolls on other roads? It's like, why is it that Oregon always has to find another way to tax people? I mean, how much money do you have? And why do you, it's like on and on and on and on. What is the surplus they got during the dark time? I mean, they have a huge surplus. Why don't they use that for that? Um, is the OEA still want more money for schools? Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it, I'll tell you what, that's one of the nicest things about being here is you don't feel like you're being nickel and dime every time. And every time I hear something like that, um, <clears throat> it just drives me crazy. And my wife and I just smile and go, you know what? I'll take the blizzard. At least I know what that snow is all about. I don't know what snow they're using. <laughs> now your son is traumatized by this. Yeah. Anyway, it's just un unbelievable. But that was a fun show, huh? I love stuff like that. Unfortunately, um, yeah, we, we what needs to really change is somehow we need to get the social media gods so they cannot restrict what we're doing because they're, they're, they won't let us share this one, I'm sure too. Um, they're, and, and that's not right. If, if I have a lot of D friends and they say, oh, they don't censor. Well, they don't censor you, but they're censoring the rest of us. And you just don't know that they're censoring you, but it's, it, you would not believe the stuff they will not let us put out there. Um, and it's amazing and it's happening. And then they wonder why decisions are being made that get like measure 110, measure 114, um, you know, all these, measure 111. Um, it, this stuff happens because we don't have a press that goes in and can or is willing to dig and tell you the truth about what's happening. And then when we do tell you the truth, they throttle us. So you can help me by sharing this on your page. Just share this, hit share and put it directly on your page. That way people on your page will see it and more and more people will see it that way. We'll still try and we'll still boost and sometimes they let us, uh, but they're getting worse and worse about it. All right, hey, it's the weekend's here for me and for you, I hope. Have a great weekend, be careful. And uh, we'll be back next week. And uh, don't take on other people's burdens. I wrote a little blog about that. You should go look at it. it it's not your business. Just. Let them carry their own crap. <laughs> All right. And again, thank you to our sponsors, Compton Family Wines, um, Chris Dental Family Dentistry, and Albert Taylor, uh, Endless Possibilities. Uh, you bless our sponsors, and they continue to help keep us on the air and doing what we're doing. So that really does matter. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.